1: Welcome to the revolution.
0: Do you understand what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome.
1: Parts of this are going to sound completely ridiculous. The time has come. The time is
2: now. I stumbled into a land of freaks. <laughs> but
3: I
1: like it. We are the voice of the
4: outdoors. For years I've been listening to you and you almost put me in a straight
1: jank. The revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and my outdoor TV. <gasps>
4: Battle
5: off, amigos and, uh...
6: Amigos? Amigos! Because <laughs> uh,
5: we've got a rune-tootin' wild bunch of banditos on the show this week. There's something else. Yeah, I probably should have done more cowboy-esque. Um, anyways, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a really fun show. Uh, we've got John Scouting on. John Scouting? He's the host of uh, Shooting USA. He's kind of like the modern-day John Wayne.
4: Well, here's my word. Get the hell off my spread. Well, all right
5: there, partner. That was a great impression. <laughs> all right, so of yes... Walter Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was he the one that was wall-eyed? No, 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 that's Jack Jackie, Elam. Jack Elam, yeah, that guy's yeah, good cool. All right, so uh, John Scout, yeah, Shooting USA. He's going to be joining us in about 30 seconds. Plus, we're going to have Cat Daddy on. Cat Daddy talking about fishing in the wintertime.
6: Yeah, then we're going to wrap things up with Matt Busbis, yeah. uh, Viral Outdoors. Yeah, he's a host of Viral Outdoors on Outdoor Channel. All right, so let's get to... Jim Scout. John, John Scout. John <laughs> Scout. Don't make that mistake during the interview. It's going to be embarrassing. I'll try not to, but you know me. All right, let's get to John. The
1: revolution with Jim and Travis on with Brass Cats and Bridge Bucks. now kicking off a two-parter with John Scouton, host of Shooting USA on Outdoor Channel, Wednesdays 9 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one.
3: I had my back broke once, my
4: hip twice, and on my worst day, I get beat the hell up.
5: Anyways, yeah, John Scout is just now joining us. He does have chiseled good looks. He's an amazing marksman. He's also the host of Shooting USA on Outdoor Channel. He's a cowboy. Wednesdays, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, hails from the uh, Tennessee state. <laughs> <laughs> He's a volunteer.
2: Yeah, something like that. All right, Mr. John, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you for having me again, and what a tremendous intro.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now sh- Shooting <laughs> USA. really meant that. <laughs> yeah. Shooting USA has been around, like, since Hector was a pup. How many years have you been on the air? Oh, my my goodness. All
2: right. So Jim Scouton has been the face and the voice of the shooting sports on television since 1993. Oh, wow, and wow. we've been running under uh, under our little mom and pops production company with the name Shooting USA since 2004.
5: Well, I might tell you what, since 2004, a lot of things have changed. You know, you were on the show last year. We were talking about uh, ammunition shortages. What was going on? What is the prediction, Mr. John, for 2022? You know, we have the influx um, of a lot of new shooters, plus uh, inflation rise, cost of raw materials. Things are just out. Um, What are we looking at? Are we going to have the same issues this year? Because we're looking up, you know, a round of five, five, six used to be like 33 cents. Now it's around a buck around. Is this going to be a big problem moving forward or not so much?
2: I think it's a situation that everybody is starting to see supply chain catch up with demand in that it's not really a panic situation when you go to your retailer. Um, guys are finding ammunition. Ammunition companies are continuing to crank it out at you know record pace. And uh, the really interesting thing that I'm noticing is a couple of new companies establishing the ability to create primers in the United States. There's one down in Florida that's uh, getting going right now. And that, I think, is going to eliminate a big part of the bottleneck for ammunition manufacturers. But you are seeing ammunition available in retail. You know, I know the USPSA Got an allotment of ammunition that they are offering to their members when their members register for any of their nationals. Oh yeah. Uh, so you can buy 500 or a thousand rounds of pistol ammunition when you. Register for one of the nationals, and you would buy that at the actual, you know, suggested retail price. So things like that are starting to emerge and work their way out. Um, people are people are finding a way.
5: Yeah. Now, what do you think of this whole um, polymer casing? Is there any substance to that? Do you think it's going to take off, especially with the cost of brass or not? <laughs>
2: I mean, I haven't physically worked with any of the newer stuff. That's been one of those things that's come and gone a couple of times oh, yeah. over the years. Yeah. there have been, you know, the, the, tr- the attempt to develop a polymer rifle case, you know, a, a number of years ago, and that kind of just fizzled out. Um, that kind of in conjunction with other companies attempting to develop caseless ammunition. And I just, I don't think that the... Uh, The technology is fully sorted yet, and I think that's kind of one of those things. There are so many firearms out there and so many different firearms companies out there that are working with the existing technology that when you start to change one of those common elements – that changes everything for every manufacturer, and I, I just don't think that that technology is fully sorted yet.
6: Yeah, now you alluded to the fact some smaller manufacturers are starting up. We've noticed through the years Steve West has a, a ammunition company out there in uh, in Oregon, mm-hmm. and, uh, and a lot of other ones around the country. Black Hills is another one. Uh, are are you going to find more and more of these mom and pops starting up maybe to specialize in, we'll say 30 out 6s or 30-30s or whatever it may be?
2: I think so, and I think that the demand is going to drive that supply and the, the one that uh, a friend of mine that I know down in Florida, his his ammunition company is called Grind Hard in uh, Austin Weeks. He's a custom motorcycle and custom car builder primarily, but he's also big into firearms and he is going full bore into a manufacturing company to support what he's already doing. So the demand is such that, uh, you know, these companies are viable and investors come along and, you know, you put together a solid business plan and the next thing you know, you're building a facility to make make ammunition at a grand scale so i think that is going to be one of those things the the demand is uh is definitely going to drive new
5: supply yeah once again hanging out with mr john scoutin the host of shooting usa on outdoor channel that is wednesdays uh 9 p.m eastern time now let's kind of transition into red dot sights uh now with you know the craze of mounted to the slide of your pistol are you a fan of those so, carry optics, yeah. you know,
2: the the slide ride, yeah. red dot, uh, that is pretty much the wave of the future for, not only for competition, you know, the carry optics division is one of the, or if not the most contested division of USPSA in terms of number of people doing it, number of people attending the nationals and then all the way down through the area matches and into just the club level. I mean, just about everybody is running some kind of a slide ride, red dot. What's interesting about that is as that started to become a thing, the red dot companies, the optics companies have had to fortify and develop more robust circuitry and and laser modules because those those red dots, when they ride on the slide, they take a beating oh, you know, yeah, over do, and over yeah. again, back and forth. The, the, uh, the recoil can literally do damage, and the older models, you know, they just simply wouldn't hold up. You'd be lucky to get 1,000, maybe 2,000 rounds, and then your red dot would crap out. But oh. new technology in that space, knowing that that's going to be the way that the scope is used, that that red dot optic is used, you know, these companies are stepping forward, and they're, you know, all over the place. EOTech just released one. You know, that was part of their news at, uh, at SHOT Show. Um, it's interesting because that again, there's a demand that's putting these manufacturers into a position where they need to step up and fill with supply. As far as using one, I'm not really that vested in it. I don't love it that much. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I had an opportunity to shoot a new Smith and Wesson M 2.0, 10 millimeter
5: gun, I put a red dot on that, and it worked really well. Yeah. Isn't that a 10 millimeter? Isn't it 15 plus one? Yes. Oh, that is a really dude. nice setup.
2: It's an M2.0, pretty much the same pattern as any of the larger M&Ps, but with that amount of firepower and that amount of, uh. of capacity, and you don't need a new holster. You know, it fits in any of the M2.0 holsters. That's a really nice setup.
6: You bet. Hey, John, we got to take a break. Can you stick around? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Hey, we're talking with John Scout, and he is the host of Shooting USA on Outdoor Channel Wednesdays at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. And this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor
5: TV. Now, we can get uh, Shooting USA on My Outdoor TV, correct, sir?
2: That is correct. They have many years of our uh, library of shows on MOTV.
5: Yeah, you got to go watch Shooting USA uh it's an actual good show. <laughs> you, you'll <laughs> learn something unlike our show. Uh, anyways, we got, and by the way, where can we find you guys online? We are,
2: you know, Jim has his big Facebook page. Uh, yeah. Jim Scouten Shooting USA on Facebook. I've got a smaller Facebook presence. Uh, and then we've got Instagram, uh, Shooting USA on Instagram, and uh, John Scouten Official on Instagram. So you can kind of see a little behind the scenes, day-to-day type stuff there.
6: You bet more John Scouten right after this
1: jimandtrav.com log in stay connected by connecting to us with show archives Jim's blog Trav's take it's this website that's got like everything buy or bust Mrs. Bunny plus expert advice from our hunting and fishing pros plus a lot of other cool crap I just don't have time to tell you about connect to the show via email or social media listen anytime in the truck at work in a blind or at home if it's hunter related and newsworthy connect with it here here, JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The Revolution will be right back. On Major League Fishing Saturdays, there's adrenaline in
4: every cast.
6: We got work to do today.
4: And a pace that'll make your heart race.
6: That's what we're looking for,
7: baby.
4: The high-stakes intensity of the Bass Pro Tour. Let's get this party started today. And the prestigious cups.
7: I mean, it don't get no cooler than that.
4: Followed by all angles with exclusive interviews and behind-the-scenes highlights.
3: This <laughs> This is ridiculous
4: major league fishing saturdays it all begins at noon eastern on outdoor
1: channel chardonnay finishing sauce is one of the many tasty treats that awaits you at high mountain seasonings order your jerky and sausage kits snack and sticks marinades rubs and shakers and more by going to himtnjerky.com today that's himtnjerky.com The revolution with Jim and Travis back with brass, cats, and bridge bucks. Ready for demonstration, kids? Now let's get back to John Scouten, host of Shooting USA on Outdoor Channel, Wednesdays, 9 p.m. Eastern, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at myoutdoortv.com.
6: Here's part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking brass cats and bridge bucks on this week's show. And uh, the fattest cat that I know of is John Scouten. He is the host of Shooting USA on Outdoor Channel, Wednesdays at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. And this guy can hit a flea on a gnats. Yeah, you
5: were talking about the the red dot sights going out after like, you know, 2,000 rounds or whatever. How many rounds do you think you shoot Mr. John in a year? It's gotta be like... That's
2: a tough one. You know, there's um, I'm burning through quite a bit of 9mm not as much as before this ammo crunch you know that in back in I don't know 2014 2015 10 maybe 12,000 rounds of 9mm just for the competition oh, side of the house So
5: beat really
2: Yeah oh. so I've had to I've had to cut that back pretty considerably um so you know these days it's a little more conservative so it's probably 2500 rounds of 9mm maybe 3000 rounds of 9mm all told uh, and then rifle caliber. The thing about precision rifle competition is it's quality of shot versus quantity of shot. So mm-hmm. I can go out with 20 rounds of 6mm Creedmoor and I'll spend two hours on 20 rounds. Oh, wow. And, you know, it's not about getting a ton of ammo downrange when you're shooting precision. It's about making sure they're good shots, noting everything that happened, and documenting that into your data or your dope. I mean, it's. So that's kind of a different animal and I don't know, I think maybe out of my six Creed and my six millimeter arc, which is a new gun we built last year. Uh uh, maybe a total of 300 rounds all told for the season oh wow but um the big the big number is going to be in the nine millimeter that's for sure
5: yeah now talking about stiff competition lots of money up for grabs like holy crap the third AG cup dude that's right how much did you say that was close to 80 grand yeah so
2: for the weekend oh. it was eighty thousand dollars in oh, cash
5: dude and, that's you know insane that's,
2: a lot of these matches will tout their prize you know this match is worth a hundred thousand dollars well it's not a hundred thousand dollars in cash it's you know maybe it's a hundred thousand dollars on the prize table or something to that effect this match is cash money paid out big checks and there were 46 invited 46 shooters had earned the spot to be in the two-day match which was the qualifier for the final Mm -hmm. and in that qualifier there were 20 courses of fire each course of fire was worth a thousand dollars plus $5,000 $5,000 to the winner of the qualifying match. So 25 grand was given away in the qualifier. Mm. And then the final was another 10 courses of fire at a thousand apiece, plus 30 grand for the win, plus five grand and 2,500 to round out the podium. It was oh. the biggest and the best AG cup that we've done so far. This would be the third one. So this is our junior effort, if you will. Um, it was held at K&M Precision. Shannon Kay was the match director. His place is second to none just outside of Jackson, Tennessee. I mean, it is absolutely it, – it is the marquee precision rifle facility in the United States, if not the world. And, man, it's this is one of those things. It's going together across the hall right now. I've got four segments from that, with the, which will be a lead for a special – Tom Fuller is the man behind Armageddon Gear. This was his idea to put together this aspirational type match with a big cash payout. It's got a big cup. The cup is made by the same company that makes the Stanley Cup. So I mean there's all of these prestige elements to it and he and I have been working together since he came up with the idea and it's an interesting thing because of the finalists there were, you know, there are 15 finalists who made it through. Uh, second place coming out of the qualifying match holding 3000 in stage money out of the qualifying match is a 16-year-old girl named Allison Zane.
7: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh.
2: So, you know, Ooh. as far as the story goes, this girl started shooting precision competition three years ago when she was 13. <laughs> three years and ago? And guys would dial the elevation and wind data for her during the course of fire because she was new and she was a little slight, didn't really have the muscularity to move the rifle around and so on. And she has devoted herself training, dry fire, and working and traveling around the country to these big matches and gotten herself to the point where she not only qualifies for the AG Cup, but she comes out of the qualifying two-day match in second place with three grand. Whoa,
5: and wow. this
2: is against the best shooters in the nation, if not the world on courses of fire designed to test the best shooters. So there are no meatball stages in this match. Oh, and, uh, what a neat story, man. She, uh, She's something else. She just turned 16. I saw on her social media the other day that she just got her driver's license uh, in conjunction with this uh, you know, this money that she's winning for this event. I'm asking mom and dad, hey, what's Allison going to do with this money? Well, that question posed to Allison, her answer was, I'm buying a car. I posed that same question to mom and dad, and it's, yeah, we're going to be saving this money for college. So they landed somewhere in between, but I'm telling you, it's uh, – It's a interesting cross section of guys and girls who compete at this level in this particular sport.
5: Do you think you can rise to that level of competition through sheer determination or do you think a lot of it relies on just natural ability and skill? Because, you know, there are some trades that you could totally suck at, but if you practice enough and you devote yourself, you can be the best. Is shooting that way, or does it take a natural element, a gift to it, to be that exceptional?
2: I think in my experience, what I have observed, and this goes for all of the different shooting sports, there is a limit to how far you can go just on sheer determination, will, and practice. Really? The guys who step over, especially in the speed-oriented sports like Steel Challenge or the practical IPSC, USPSA, the men and women who achieve grandmaster status there and then go on from that point to separate themselves as national champions and world champions have an ability to see shots faster than other people. And there's really no easy way to explain that other than they shoot so fast, these you know 0.15 second splits between shots, but both of the shots are aimed. I can run a gun that fast. I can make a gun sound like a grandmaster, but <laughs> the chances of those being quality shots on target are basically zero. It's just it's there's a there's a level there that is not you can't train to that. You you can train only so far, and then you have to have that that unspoken, that untan, intangible. And I think the same applies to the precision rifle world as well. The, there's a lot, goes in precision rifle especially, a lot goes into your equipment, a lot goes into the preparation of your ammunition and pairing your ammunition specifically to your rifle but from there, you need that thing that not every single person out there has and that's the ability to understand and trust the flight of the bullet and to see what the environmentals are doing of course you have a, a Kestrel an environmental device that you can measure wind with and then that'll give you a approximate shooting solution, but it's the people who can look at that and look at what the real world is doing in front of their eyes and make slight additional adjustments Mm -hmm. to to connect on shots the first time as opposed to a shot that's a miss and then a follow-up. Those are those things that separate 250 people who show up at a match from the top five who are going to duke it out for you know the, the overall top prize.
6: You bet. Hey, John, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with John Scout, and he's the host of Shooting USA on Outdoor Channel Wednesdays at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. It is such a fantastic show,
5: uh, and this has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com, and also make sure you go back and watch previous seasons and episodes of Shooting USA on My Outdoor TV. Again, Mr. John, before we get to a break, to find you guys online, uh, it's incredible everything you guys do you're always going where can we find you online
2: yep shootingusa.com. that's the landing place you'll find information about everything you see in all of the shows of course jim scouting on facebook jim scouting shooting usa on facebook and then uh, on instagram shooting usa and john scouting official
6: you bet those are words to live by yeah coming up next is cat daddy
5: doesn't even
6: compare (laughs) (laughs)
5: Not not even close all right mr john god bless you we love you buddy thanks guys
1: Yo, it's Jimmy K in the house! Who that?
5: Uh-huh. And Buddy B. I know that's right.
1: T. Next generation marksmen. The Second Amendment isn't there for duck hunting. Play. Four rules of
4: firearm safety.
1: Back up. You can become an American and join the republic. Number one, Yo. always
5: treat every firearm as though it is loaded. Mm-hmm, that's right. Number two, Yo. always keep the muzzle pointed in a safe direction. Preach it, baby. Mm-hmm. Number three, keep your finger off the trigger guard until ready to shoot. You hear him, boy? Number four, yeah. always be sure of your target and what is in front of it and behind it. 1776 will commence again if you try to take our firearms Back up! That's what's up We're
1: had Next generation marksmen More guns means less crime Word! You punks!
4: The firearms that made history From classic to cutting edge
0: It's this amazing concept of a technology
4: We've moved on to guns that fire 6,000 rounds a minute Get an inside look at the weapons that changed the world with host, Joe Montagna
3: Go ahead, make my day.
4: Gun Stories, all new, Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel.
0: High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com.
1: The revolution with Jim and Travis back. Now here's our very own captain of the SS Tuna Tub, Cat Daddy. I'll
3: never go fishing again. This is in my friend. Brought
1: to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at Himtnjerky.com. Here are the boys.
6: Hey, we're back. We're talking brass cats and bridge bucks on this week's show. And before the break, we had John Scout. What a great guy he is. Amazing uh, sideburns. And uh, our, our guest now. He knows about cats. He
5: knows about cats. I, I don't even think Jimbo knows who we're talking to. <laughs> uh, Mr. Cat Daddy, he is the Kansas cat man. He is the whiskered a- fish whacker. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, Mr. Cat Daddy, how's it going, buddy?
8: Hey, it's going all right, going all right. What do you think about this crazy weather? We're having Sun one day, rain, ice the next. The water temps, you know, jumping five degrees down and ten degrees up and ten degrees down. The fish are crazy out there right now.
5: You know, February for us in, here in the Midwest is really the toughest month, you know, five extra inches of snow this week, but it really seems like once we get through February, we're starting to get towards that, uh that March, it starts we we start to transition into those spring fishing patterns, don't we?
8: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, you you get past oh, almost starts about the end of February weather permitting start to use some good gut bait, man. You, you got to have gut bait out there for early, early first season, you know? Yeah. Give them what they want, boy, because all them frozen guts and sheds and things, you know, it's been frozen in the ice, it's unfolding. and they're dropping down, and, boy, they're just having a a, a a heck of a time, a smorgasbord.
5: Yeah, now, you know, last week we are talking about you were going on a little circuit there, going to hit up, you know, in the next couple weeks, 80-some bait shops, man, do some Q&A. Um, <laughs> What is what is the the word out there? Have you started your voyage yet?
8: Oh yeah, I've started my voyage, and the second one I went to, uh, lasted all day. Broke <laughs> out some ice cold Pepsi, and man, it was on. Oh, oh.
5: man, you had church, as they would say.
8: He had a big old barber chair in the back over there. Man, I was kicking back. <laughs> uh, you you should have some of the fish stories you hear.
5: Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I thought I was bad. <laughs> now, do you ever go? To, well, you are. You know, you go to the these places, and you're doing these awesome Q&As. You really interact uh, with your fellow anglers. Do you ever go there yourself and pick up some tips, you know, from some of them old-timers? And you're thinking, man, I never thought about doing that. Or maybe it's a different variation of something you already do. Do you
8: ever pick up any tips from the locals? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. You know, there, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of things them old catfishing parks out there know that I don't that i'm not aware of yet that's why you know okay daddy keeps his ears open boy because i learned all kinds of new stuff from them old timers and i'm talking old timers i'm getting there
6: myself so they'll be listening to me for long now now the thing is this time of the year since we're not able to do a whole lot on the water unless you're ice fishing or something like that and i don't know if there's good enough ice in kansas in order to do that but i know it, it people who are listening to this around the country there's a lot of ice but the fact of the matter is if you can't get out now's the time to check over your equipment right and you know last oh. year you had a problem with uh what a voltage regulator something on your boat is that something that you can uh, check out now and and get it fixed before the uh, eventual day of getting on the water again
8: well i tell you since my problems last year i had that, that motor of mine on my boat I've I've got a hold of an old boy that uh, is going to do all my pre testing before I go out for my my first and second trips on the year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to check it all out, hook all electronic stuff up to it, you know, make sure everything's whacked out good and even and upright and uh, running sweet just like I need it to be. Because I'm telling you, man, I don't care how good a guide you are. If you're out on the water and your motor ain't getting you back to the ramp, you're in
5: deep. Shit. Well, OK, <laughs> you're in that deep stuff, you know, yeah. you know, I think they also have that in a creek somewhere. Yeah. Um, you only have one. And, paddle, and, Yeah. And you don't have paddles <laughs> now. Um, you know, that is one thing. Clients, you know, they book a trip with you. They don't want to be sitting there paying for your breakdowns. Um,
8: <laughs> no, they sure don't. Buddy. Yeah, you, and I've had a lot of them, a lot of them now. Yeah. It's just one of the things that happens. I've had clients r- straddling the back of my motor, pulling the throttle knob on there to keep <laughs> us going while I'm driving the boat. <laughs> you oh do you yeah. Do. I've had them work on my motor and look down and half my motor's laying on on the floorboard <laughs> of my boat. <laughs> Oh, my God. So it's it's a different situation, I'm telling you.
6: Yeah, if you have to do that, he gives you a good discount.
5: I bet, yeah, I bet if you can lend a hand, if you know anything about mechanics, you get a free trip maybe. I bet you have seen some crazy stuff out on the boat ramp. It's amazing the dumb crap you see. (laughs) It seems like no one can back up a trailer. I bet you have seen some wild stuff.
8: There ain't nothing worse than having somebody's wife back your trailer down.
5: Not against wives.
8: I've caught myself out there hauling, turn to the right, back to the left, more, more to the left. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. And all they do is get about two, three feet, then pull back up, two, three feet, and pull back up. I've had to jump out before and told him, here, scoot over, let me do this for you.
6: (laughs) Here's a
5: real professional. All right, Mr. Cat Daddy, uh, you know, looking forward to this 2022 season. Uh, Warm weather is coming. I know it seems like it's a long ways off, but to book a trip. Trip with you man do you have anything available where we can uh, hook up and set some dates
8: oh yeah yeah you just call me my calendar's open all the way all the way till next year
6: now where do we have to go uh, online to find you
8: oh well heck yeah we do not to forget that www.catdaddyguideservices.com
6: you bet and if you'd like to write old cat daddy and maybe uh book him to come out and talk at your bait shop uh send him an email at cat underscore one at MSN.com. Yeah, and to go back and hear previous interviews
5: uh, with Cat Daddy, hop on our website, jimtrav.com. I think there's something like 800 interviews up there. Uh, you can listen was to us Cat week. Daddy. Yeah, just this week alone, we did like 800 interviews. Uh, so this has been brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game
6: cuisine at and jerkycom uh, Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next is Matt Busbis And of course, he's the host of Viral Outdoors on Outdoor Channels Tuesday nights at 11 o'clock Eastern Time Yeah, and I think and a Saturday, Saturday at 5 At 5 p.m. Eastern Time as well
5: Mr. Cat Daddy, you're an absolute legend We love you, buddy
6: Hey, I want to give out a holler
5: to
8: my good friend Prue and Glennie, catfish misers of the world Prue and Glenny, right?
5: Prue and Glenny. Prue and Glenny. won't forget them Those All, are right? Words <laughs> to live like. All right, Matt Busbis is up next Don't go anywhere
1: the Revolution with Jim and Trav. It's more than just listening to outdoor radio. It's like arming your brain. Check out jimintrav.com and stick around. The Revolution will be right back.
4: Check this out. He's a lean, mean, swine-shanking machine.
1: That is a uh, rare breed. That's a Himalayan rock pig.
4: Ham it up with Pigman and Pals every Sunday night on Sportsman Channel. They'll be bringing home the bacon as they put a serious dent in the world's feral hog population.
2: Now, it is just out of control, then.
4: If it's edible, it's on the menu.
2: Everything we shoot gets processed. That's exactly what's going on.
4: Join the fun. Pigman the Series, Sundays at 8.30 on Sportsman Channel.
1: Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. <laughs> We're back. The Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air with Brass, Cats, and Bridge Bucks. Now let's kick off another two-parter with Matt Buzzbiss, host of Viral Outdoors on Outdoor Channel, Tuesdays 11 p.m. Eastern and Saturdays 5 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one.
6: Hey, we're back. We're talking Brass, Cats, and Bridge Bucks on this week's show. And uh, shortly, you're going to find out why. But uh, before the break, we had Cat Daddy on talking about things you can do this winter. And our next guest, man, he's everywhere. He is he's, he's viral. He's
5: Matt Busbis. He's got a virus. No, no, he doesn't. Uh, he's the host of Viral Outdoors. I had that in my shoulder once. Outdoors. A little inflammation. Tuesdays, 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, Saturdays, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Matt, you crazy. Crazy man, how's it going, buddy?
7: Speaking of viruses, man, I'm over this uh, COVID crap. That's what, uh, is anybody else sick of talking about that? <laughs> like, I, I just want to say, hey, let's let everybody get it and let's get some herd immunity, man. We got <laughs> to gotta get outside, exercise and eat good. If you get COVID, you're going to kick its butt.
5: That's right. Now, one nice thing during the whole quarantine period is there are plenty of crazy videos of you doing stunts. You got to tell us. How in the heck, and I know it took you a a lot of ingenuity, a lot of thinking, but when you made the decoy bucks, okay, one is like on a bicycle, and the other one's on a stand, and you have ropes and you're making it simulate two bucks rattling. How long did it take you to come up with that?
7: So quarantine gave me a lot of time to think about (laughs) what can I do to really innovate and come up with a trick for hunting that could actually work. And uh, I had the idea of a puppet master. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking if I have two full-body buck mounts uh, facing in a fighting position, head-to-head with their racks touching, I could tie a string to some real uh, rattling antler sheds and take that 20 yards of string and go hide in the bushes and whenever I'm rattling the real rattling antlers, the string is attached to the deer, the fake full-body mounts. So I'm literally simulating a buck fight where it looks and it sounds like two real deer fights. Mm-hmm. And, and are, y'all, are y'all following? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So I tested it. It really did work. It looked good. And I said, all right, let's go out into the real wild and test this crap. And we set up our bucks fighting, and I would go hide in the in the weeds, and I'd start rattling. And it took us about two years. It was last year we started. Probably hunted ten days. Nothing. These bucks were not wanting to come in. Like I would rattle, but they would kind of run and blow and stomp. Mm-hmm. And then finally, about twenty hunt twenty days in, my redneck buddy. And I could say redneck because I am a redneck. So I just say my redneck buddy from down the road goes, Matt, you're you're putting these bucks fighting in an open food plot. It's too obvious because you need to go in swamp. You need to go in a hardwood bottom with a bunch of trees. And you need to set up in the bottom in a, in a heavily wooded area to where it, 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 they're going to have a bunch of trees in their way. And they're going to come in because they're going to see something and hear something. But you can't do it in the open. Mm. so long story short my boy was right because I took it straight to this heavily wooded hardwood bottom and I rattled in a young buck and he would not leave and he kept trying to leave and I'd rattle again I did that for five minutes and he really and, and that young buck went to leave and sure enough I look up old swamp donkey mossy horns is coming in he had been coming in and I never saw him mm. and he was about 70 yards oh, was wow. coming into the fight and uh we lit him up that was my first AR kill I shot him with a gun oh. and uh it was so much fun man and uh that's what we call the puppet master and I'll shut up cuz I'm a cop I
5: I think one of the simpler setups you did was your water tank hunting you and you know what is funny when I first saw it I thought you were going to sit in an empty water tank. No, not one that was full. I was like, oh obviously, my God. alcohol was involved in that
7: one. I, I, you know what? Yeah. I, hands
5: off, uh, hands to it, you buddy, because uh, you are committed.
7: There's no lack of commitment. Uh, it's almost to my detriment. Like All these crazy hunts, they usually end up taking 18 days. I don't know why. That's a magic number. Uh, we just did one I haven't posted called the troll hunt. I'll have to, uh, whenever we have time, explain that. But a hundred underneath a bridge I found in the woods <laughs> for a deer and, uh, had, had a troll outfit. So that, that one took a little bit of time. Too. Oh, I, I get but, it. Uh, like
5: Dora, grumpy old troll that lives under the bridge.
7: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was in full troll deer, had a. You remember those troll dolls with the hair? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dolls. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had a ghillie suit that kind of looked like that. So I dressed as a troll and waited under a bridge and finally had an old buck step out. We whacked them uh, oh, cool. with a Barnett crossbow. My brother actually just bought Barnett crossbows. Him and David Barnett, the original owners, uh, just bought it back. So they're up in running with it. It was cool to to get a troll hunt done.
5: Oh, that is really cool. You know, that's one thing. You hunt with all... I mean, I've seen you like on a wakeboard I think with a crossbow before hunting, but you do all forms of of weaponry if you will, and didn't you just take like a really big hog with the fifty cal Umarex or not? Was that you?
7: Oh, dude. Yeah, that was so awesome to team up with Umarex. They have one of the most revolutionary guns uh air guns it's not a gun I mean it's it's just an air gun yeah it's a freaking 50 caliber yeah and it, it is it is the coolest looking air gun you'll ever see and like I said I gotta I, I gotta be a part of this this is weird this is cutting edge I like this is all the things that I like and uh they sent me one and uh I wanted to try it on the biggest thing I could possibly shoot and dude we spotted a giant boar feeding in a food plot, and we made a stalk on him and I mean, we whacked him It was like a 70 or 80-yard shot. Wow. Oh, wow. And when that fifty cow bullet hit him I mean, it's like an earthquake went off. Like, you, you know, you can just sometimes hear the impact of a bullet. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he went 20 yards and flipped over. Uh, it was, that was a big old
6: Louisiana four. Wow. Hey, uh, we got to take a break. Can you stick around, Matt? Oh yeah. I'm here all day. Ah, good deal. Good deal. (laughs) Hey, we're, we're talking with Matt Musbison. Of course, he's the host of Viola Outdoors on Outdoor Channel Tuesdays at 11 o'clock Eastern time and five o'clock on Saturday.
5: Now this is the third season. Are the first two seasons on a MOTV, man?
7: Yeah, they should be. Call Outdoor Channel if they're not. Let's get mad at them. But yeah, this is season three. Holy cow. Uh, So yeah, the season one and two should be on most TVs. Yeah. Now
5: to learn more about you guys, your partners, also we'll get into it when we get back to the break, um, how we can send in uh, clips though, man. Where can we find you online?
7: Oh, our Viral Outdoors uh, Instagram page is an awesome, easy place to send, submit the videos. And it's viral underscore outdoors.
6: Uh, Instagram. You bet. Hey, more of the Puppet Master, Matt Busmus, right after this.
1: You're on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. If not
4: what America will do for you. The voice. But what together we
1: can do. Of America. For the freedom of man. Stick around. The Revolution will continue right after these important messages. Thanks for tuning in to the Revolution with Jim and Trav's Brass, Cats, and Bridge Buck Show. Now, let's rejoin the boys and Matt Busbis, host of Viral Outdoors on Outdoor Channel, Tuesdays, 11 p.m. Eastern, and Saturdays, 5 p.m. Eastern, brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here's part two.
6: Hey, we are back. We've been talking with Matt Busbis. He's the host of Viral Outdoors on Outer Channel, Tuesday nights at 11 o'clock and, what, 5 o'clock on Saturdays. Yeah, 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Now, what is so amazing, I
5: guess with the advent of, you know, cell phones and video cameras, GoPros, Tacticams, all that stuff that's out there, you know, everybody likes to film their hunts anymore or they film their outdoor adventures, whatever they may be doing. But the craziest crap happens, like, when you least expect it. And you had this wild idea of let's showcase this stuff, you know. It, it's You're bringing things to the forefront. You're making the outdoors interesting to people that might not think it is. I mean, that was a great idea coming up with a concept for viral Outdoors, man.
7: That's what I like to say is that if you think about hunting television, it kind of started 30-, 40-year-old, 50-year-old, 60-year-old men whispering in a tree mm-hmm. and now it's not a boys club anymore like there's a lot of women getting interested a lot of kids boys and girls and by outdoors we're celebrating like this all-inclusive hunting fishing it's just i don't know man i hope we can continue to keep doing it and if y'all are listening out there and have a cool video that's the hardest part about by outdoors is getting the videos so if you have something cool please send it to us because we'll, we'll
5: use it. You know, you're talking about like, you know, the old school. We're going to sit there in a tree stand and we're going to whisper and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's wonderful. I love that kind of stuff. But it's like everyone wants to do the exact same thing and no one wants to buck the trend. And when you do, you know, we criticize and poo poo those people. But I like how you always do your own thing no matter what. You know, and I case in point, you did a really interesting post about tree saddles. And you're talking about how the outdoor community says it's one big family, but it's really not because it's, you know, these outdoors men and women that are the first to bash one another. And that, that is so true. Um, And I like how you take a stand and say you can have your own opinion, but just because mine differs or I might act silly and dress like a troll, that doesn't mean I'm doing it wrong. I'm recreating in the outdoors the way that I want, and I am not affecting you whatsoever. So let's just be one big happy community. Am I right?
7: My, my, my heart is fluttering as you speak <laughs> <laughs> because it comes I, from I get fired up about this subject and I'll tell you, I'll tell you this about the hunting community. I don't know what it is about social media. We fight and fuss and say the most raunchy things to one another and uh, I don't understand it. So I think hunting people invented cancel culture. We like started canceling people like on social media before it was cool by all these idiots that are canceling people. But like, so anyway, my goal is to like flip that whole narrative and say, all right, if I don't hunt like you, you need to get over that Mm -hmm. because it, 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 it doesn't matter if somebody wants to hunt with a 50 caliber air gun or a recurve bow, Or a compound, though, or if they want to hunt out of a tree saddle or under a bridge, (laughs) if they want to do it, just let them be married. Let them, like, why do you have to try to ruin their day? Or if somebody's excited about a four point buck they killed Mm -hmm. and they post it, why did you want to tell that guy that he should have let that deer grow another year? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm so sick of seeing that on social. So that is one of my whole, my whole agenda in life right now. Is to break down these idiots, these trolls that are a part of the hunting community that want to bash each other all the time. I'm like, I'm so over that crap. So, anyway, my heart's fluttering. I love everybody, but I do have a, a very big agenda. Because if we're hunting out of a tree style and and you want to make fun of that, people have been doing that for years and years and years and years and years. That's really nothing new. Yeah. Like, that's not like a new trick, but it's an old school tactic that, that people are bringing back. And like, for instance, I dressed up like a mule deer. I had a taxidermist build me a mule deer costume and I went and stalked a mule deer and shot him with a crossbow. And everybody started like saying, why, why, why? I was like, guys, I'm just replicating what the Native Americans used to do. I'm not inventing anything new. I'm just kind of bringing back an old school hunt that I thought would be cool if it works out. I could put some food on the table and have a blast. So anyway, what I, what I try to do is I'm not, a bit, I haven't reinvented the wheel when it comes to buyer outdoors TV. I'm doing an old school America's funniest own videos meets the redneck world. And a lot of my crazy hunts and antics are really just regurgitated old school hunts and it just has a new spin on them. So. Hey, again, I'm a talker. I'll shut up. But that's I'll get off my soapbox. That's kind of what I'm up to.
5: I like that. Uh, that mule deer hunt. Saw it, and I like how no one helped you drag that buck across the river. You did it all by yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs>
7: well, I had a string attached to it You know I attach strings to all my beers <laughs> You bet
6: Hey, we're talking Damn. with Matt and Of course, he's the host of Viral Outdoors On Outdoor Channel, Tuesdays at 11 o'clock Eastern Time Now, again, Matt, for yeah.
5: just you And we go to Viral-Outdoors on social media And then you have a page as well for you, don't you?
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah I have an Instagram page and a Facebook page It's just my name, Matt Busbisson shoot me a video message of something crazy happening
6: in the woods but keep it clean please keep it clean you bet hey we got more revolution with jim and trav right after this don't go anywhere
1: stay tuned the revolution with jim and trav will continue in a few moments hit up jim and trav.com for lots of cool extras from the show
0: I'm
3: Al Simon, 91 years young. I created Balance 7 20 years ago. At 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found that I had medical problems. He told me that was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do For you, what it has done for me and many others. In three days' time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort, and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now. Receive free shipping with the code word AL. Go to Balance7.com. That's Balance7.com. Order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to Balance7.com use the code word l
1: outdoor adventure and great eating go hand in hand with all of our high mountain seasonings jerky kits snack and sticks buckboard bacon finishing sauces rubs and shakers marinades and more go to himtnjerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today
6: Great show,
5: everyone. We just gotta get out of here, man. This is it. Oh no, this sounds serious and real.
1: This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week.
0: What the hell are you still doing here?
1: Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at jimandtrav.com.
6: Hey, what a great show this week, talking about Brass Cats and Bridge Bucks. Yeah, we what had a... Matt uh, Buzzness is yeah, crazy.
5: Just before the break, we had the troll on. <laughs> no, that was Matt <laughs> Buzzness. Plus, we had John Scouten, Just love that guy. Uh, so informational. And uh, Cat Daddy. Cat Daddy, we love him. Yeah, we do. We love
6: everybody, uh, especially you guys for listening each week. That's hard to believe. Uh, Jimbo, <laughs> last word, though. Hey, the last word is, we just added a station up in Oberlin, Kansas, called KFNF. That's right. Great people up there. Make sure you listen if you're in the Oberlin area. All right, so get outdoors
5: this weekend. Take some kiddos with you. Hammer home firearm safety and a look into getting your kids involved in some shooting clubs. You know, I know they offer in a lot of schools. And think about that 16-year-old girl. That was amazing. Uh, She is just incredible. Hats off to her. All right, so we got to go. We will return next week, boys and girls. Peace out. We love you so much. God bless you. The United States of America.